What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Boring Money Show. It's your host, Mr. Boring Money, here to help you print money, stay calm, and live life on your terms. I said that backwards. It's here to help you stay calm, print money, and live life on your terms. I'm super excited to talk about um, and to dive into today's episode because what we're going to be talking about today is really how to manage like your cash flow for maximum returns. And this is really what I do, how I manage my own cash flow for max for maximum returns. Now, what I want to do is clearly communicate that this is not financial advice by any means whatsoever. All I'm doing is sharing what's worked for me, some of the investments principles that I've learned over the years. And this is for pure entertainment purposes. If you're seeking financial advice, if you're have issues with your own portfolio, seek a financial advisor, somebody who's licensed and who's qualified to be able to meet you at your unique needs. This is just for educational purposes and same purposes only. So whether or not you are a W-2 employee, uh, a contractor, a freelancer, or an entrepreneur running uh, a successful business, right? How you manage your cash flow is really, really important, right? Now, it's really cool because if you're a W-2 employee, it's actually a lot easier to manage cash flow than if you're an entrepreneur um, on the other end of the spectrum because you have overhead, you have payroll, you have um, things, operational expenses, and things you need to pay to keep the lights on in the business. On top of your own personal expenses, your own uh, overhead, your bills and things like that. So how you manage it, though, and the principles that you would use to manage your cash flow and how I would uh, manage my own cash flow is the same. Right. So what I like to do is when cash flow is coming in, I need to one, you got to track what's the flow of money in your own business and in your own personal life. Right. Where's money? How's money coming in? And where's the money going? Right. So you need to understand the ebbs and flows of cash flow in your own personal life. Right. And actually look at it and study it and analyze it. Start to understand how can you optimize the flow of money in your in your life or business. Right. So if I know that these are the different sources of income that I have, this is where money's coming from. Right. And I start to understand this is where money typically goes on a month to month basis, on a day to day basis. This is like typically how it flows. Right. So look at your previous months. So I'll look at the last three months because that's going to give you a good snapshot of just like the average and the patterns that you that you see on a, on a month to month basis. Right. So look at where funds are coming from. And look at where they're going. Right. And so once you start to identify the patterns of where funds are going and where it's coming from, you can pull one of two levers. Right. So what I typically do is I try to maximize where it's going in terms of keeping the expenses down um, and optimizing. Like, are there things that are unnecessary right now? Are there unnecessary expenses in my business? Are there unnecessary expenses in my personal life? Like what phase or what season am I in right now where? I need to keep the expenses kind of fixed, right? So I want to keep the expenses as fixed as possible to, to remain operational without necessarily sacrificing the quality of my life based on where I'm at right now. 
But if you're just starting out, then you have to be willing to eat shit and lower your, your standard for a little bit to kind of give yourself the gap that you need to really get to where you want to be. Right. So start. I first looking like, where's the money going right now? Right. Are there fixed expenses that I can plan for or are they like variable expenses that are unnecessary? Right. So I want to optimize and not really optimize. I really want to maximize where the money is going. Right. So what you want to do is you want to fix your expenses right, and create a surplus. All right. So if you know this is how much you're bringing in and if this is how much you're spending, you got to get your expenses less than what you're bringing in. Right. That's the first thing. And then what you want to do is you want to set cash minimums and cash maximums. Right. So worst case scenario, this is how much cash we need to have in the bank at all times. Best case scenario, this is the most cash we should have in the bank at all times. Right. So once you set your cash minimums and your cash maximums, if I know we're getting close to our cash minimum, I'm like, shoot, we got to I got to optimize cash flow. I need to pull levers to bring cash, bring more cash coming in and get it to a point where I've reached a cash maximum. Right now, the cash maximum amount could be whatever you want it to be right in a business. For me personally, in like a business, I want to have a cash maximum amount in a business of like no more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Um in like cash equivalents, right? So meaning that at any given point in the bank for a business, there may be $100,000 and then another $150,000 in cash equivalents, right? So that could be treasury bonds. Um, it could be like really safe indexes and things that are like liquid and easy to trade in and out of, right? So once you reach that point and you reach your cash maximum, then you need to know, okay, once we're at this cash maximum, what do we want to do with that money? Right. Once you hit the cash maximum, you got to be thinking through how do I want to allocate those funds? Right. Do I want to allocate those funds towards um, acquiring hard assets? Do I want to allocate those funds acquiring digital assets? Like, what do I want to do? How do I want to deploy that that money to maximize the returns? Right. Now, one of the safest things you could do in a business, and this is what we did, is actually not really the safest thing. Like one of the things you could do is you want to pick an asset class that you want to obsess over that you feel really good about. So what I did initially, my first business is once we reached the cash maximums, I started deploying that cash on the blockchain to produce, to earn yields and to produce cash flow, right? So, or some people that I know take that cash once we reach their cash maximum, start deploying it into real estate and acquire rental properties, right? So whatever you decide to do, it really doesn't matter. You just need to decide what do you, where do you want to allocate that cash when you kind of reach your cash maximum, right? So that's the first kind of levers that I'm looking at. I'm looking to optimize where's that money going, right? How do I keep our expenses fixed? How do I make sure there's a gap, there's a surplus between what we need and what's coming in so that we can build the reserves, our cash reserves, get it to a cash maximum. And then once we reach that cash maximum, as far as like liquid and like things that are liquid, right? Once we reach that maximum, now I want to start deploying it. For me, I like going to the blockchain first because I know it. I know how to produce cash flow on the blockchain. It's very easy. I don't need to spend a lot of time in due diligence and analyzing deals for like you do with real estate. And I don't have any paperwork to do if I want to produce cash flow on the blockchain. Like it's very, very easy to do. 
um, is very simple to do uh, and it's very straightforward as far as I'm concerned. Whereas with real estate, there's a lot more due diligence. You're analyzing deals. You have to do paperwork. And there's so many more moving parts. You have to get a mortgage, uh, mortgage professional. You got to get a realtor. You use title companies. You need an inspector. Um, there's just all these different moving parts. And then once you do find the property, then are you going to self-manage or use the property management? Um, so it's just a lot of things that are moving to make real estate work. But you can make it work if you feel the most comfortable using that asset class. For me, management-wise and bandwidth-wise, I deploy money in the blockchain. We it only take it takes me one, like one hour a week to manage all the portfolios under management, right? So it doesn't take a ton of time actually managing that stuff. So once we reach your cash maximum, we start deploying it, right? That's if you are just focusing on optimizing where that cash is going, right? Where that money is going, right? Once you just really optimize that and you maximize where, how you're allocating capital and where it's going, now you can look, okay, I've set the goal to have this much as my cash maximum, this much as my cash minimum, right? Once we reach the cash maximum, this is where this is the asset class we're going to be looking to acquire more of, and we're going to be looking to build and use as our next way to produce passive income, right? Or semi-passive income. What's going on? I wanted to take this time to quickly interrupt this video or this podcast. If you found this helpful and you're interested in getting started investing on the blockchain, we have an incredible program called the Born Money System inside of our wealth sanctum. What we do is we'll guarantee you'll produce cash flow within the first 30 days of setting up your first digital cash flowing real estate on the blockchain, or you don't pay. So if you're interested in that, there'll be a link somewhere in the show notes for you to be able to apply and schedule a free strategy session where we can look at your portfolio, look at your financials and figure out what would be the best and most efficient way to deploy capital on the blockchain to guarantee cash flow. Hope to see you on the inside. Back to the show. Now we want to look at our income. How's money coming in, right? And what are the different ways that money is coming in and how can I maximize that? All right. So for me, when I actually looked at like how's money coming in, to my surprise, there's like, I think there's like 18 different ways that cash comes in, right? Which was like really surprising when I was looking at it. I was like, oh, like we have this kind of like affiliate revenue and then this thing that I got like forever ago is still paying me. And then there's just different ways that cash is coming in. It's like, all right, well, if you want to increase your income or increase your cash flow, there for me, there are several different levers I can pull, right? Do I pull this lever to maximize this source of income or do I pull this lever to maximize this source of income, whatever it is, right? Now, if you're a W-2 employee, what you can do is go have a conversation with whoever your boss is and be like, hey, I want to I want to grow my career. I want to I want to make more money, but I don't want to just have the business pay me more money. What is a career path that I can take that's going to help me provide more value to the business while helping me meet my financial goals? Right. I hate when people go and demand a raise or whatever it is. It's like if you go and have a conversation with your boss and you ask them, like, hey, I want to work together. I want to be here long term. What's the best career path that I can pursue to get to where I want to be financially while providing the most value to the business and to the company? Completely different conversation, right? So 
you look at how you can maximize your income, right? And if you don't really have a job that you even care to really grow in or do more work in, right? You can keep your job fixed while you're at work, you're giving your best. And then after work, you're working on your side hustle, right? So you're looking at different side hustles and things like that. So there are lots of different great side hustles you can use to maximize the income coming in. One of the easiest side hustles um, a buddy of mine does is he sells products on Amazon. Uh, we call it like uh, Amazon arbitrage, right? So he has a, a company called Remote, uh, Six Figure Remote Hustlers, right? So if you're in that boat where like you already have a W-2 and you want to maximize your, your income, but you want side hustles that you can use to do that, selling products on Amazon is a great way to do that, right? So what they do is they'll find products uh, for cheap on, at Walmart, Costco, Sam's Clubs, uh, different pallet places, liquidation stores, and things like that. They'll find them for cheap, buy them for no more than like five to eight hundred bucks in a, in bulk, listed on Amazon at a markup, and they'll typically get anywhere from a five to eight x return on that capital, right? Which is fantastic. So if you if you spend five hundred bucks and you get a five x return. Right. That's awesome. So that's uh, one way to do it. Uh, another way to do it is uh, that I've been learning recently. One of my buddies has a real estate investing business and they have a uh, a new branch that they kind of started that they call six figure uh, super host. Right. Where it's all about um, short term arbitrage. Right. Where it's like you're leveraging short term rentals um, and getting into the real estate game without owning any real estate and learning how to leverage and manage and co-host and all these different things to produce cash flow from real estate without owning the real estate, right? It requires work, requires active management. It's not super passive, but it's a side hustle that you can do for one to two hours per day, right? It doesn't take a ton of time. If you hear the screaming in the background, <laughs> that is my daughter. Um, letting the world know that she's alive. All right. So sorry about that. Um, so there's so many different ways to maximize like the income coming in. Uh, another one is you can find a product that you really like, create videos on the products and generate an affiliate link, right? There's so many ways to produce income. It's really limited to how creative you are, right? So what you want to do is you want to maximize the, the flow of cash going out keep your expenses fixed, have your cash maximums and your cash minimums. Once you reach your cash maximums, you're investing the surplus into building your wealth and generating more cash flow, right? And then you want to maximize the income coming in, either providing more value to your work and earning more, providing more value to the marketplace and generating more revenue in your business, or doing some side hustles to increase your income coming in, right? But it's really going to be dependent on what, where you're at and what makes sense for you, right? So those are just like the basic principles that I use that lets me know like when we're getting close, low on our cash reserve, I'm like, all right, I got to kick it into high gear. We need to pull these levers to kind of get surplus of cash coming in. Once we hit the cash maximum, we're investing aggressively, right? And as you're investing, it takes money to invest. So as you start to get close to your cash maximum, you're investing that money and that's going to lower your cash reserves a little bit 
and you got to replenish it. And it just becomes a cycle where eventually the cash flow from the assets that you've acquired starts replenishing and building your, your cash reserves without you having to put any more money into it. And that's really where um, you have what we call FU money, right? That's freedom unlimited money, right? Where your costs in your dream lifestyle is funded by your assets, not by your active income, right? So hope you find that helpful. Um, if you find this helpful, like and subscribe. I just want to thank everyone who's been subscribing and showing the channel some love. Uh, leave a comment below, you know, like for you, where are you at right now? Are you focusing on maximizing your income or you or you need to work on maximizing your your cash outflow, right? Are you working on cash flow coming in or are you working on maximizing your, your flow of cash going out, right? Let me know in the comments below, like, subscribe, and share it if you find it helpful. Till next time, stay calm, print money, and live life on your terms. Deuces. If you found this video helpful, chances are you're gonna find a ton of value in our Boring Money community where I'm in there live, actively sharing articles, market updates, and just uh, educating you on what's going on in the market real time. So if you don't wanna wait for another one of these episodes or another video training to come out and you wanna have live updates on what's happening in the market, go ahead and join the Boring Money community where you can have access to us and be able to ask any questions that you want and potentially even get featured in an episode. Till next time, hope to see you on the inside.